Hey everybody, this is Ernie Johnson, and welcome to EJ's Game Plan. It's your guide to working in sports media. Today we'll be talking to Adam Lefkoe, an NBA Bleacher Report host. I am so honored and I'm so happy uh, for Ernie Johnson to reach out to me and ask me to host part of EJ's Journalism School. Uh, I told him that I'm hoping to speak um, to a lot of the young people out there that want to do this, that maybe are looking at the roads that traditional television went and going, but that doesn't really exist anymore. Um, a lot of the digital creators out there uh, and try and speak to you. Yesterday was Kevin Harlan. Uh, frankly, some of the names that have been on here, Ernie Johnson, Kevin Harlan, Mike Tirico, Scott Van Pelt, they are so advanced that you hopefully gain something from them, and I'm going to try and go in a different uh, direction. My name is Adam Lefko. Let me give you the background. Um, I'm currently, I host Tuesday night's NBA on TNT with Shaq, D. Wade, and Candace. I am also one of the hosts at Bleacher Report, and I do a podcast called The Lefko Show. Uh, it's mainly NFL-centric. I've been at Bleacher Report for six years. Stay with me. Here was my path. Started off out of Syracuse. I went to Hastings, Nebraska. I was a one-man band news reporter. That means that I shot my own stuff. I wrote my own stuff. I edited my own stuff. And then from there, I was there for two years. I made $18,500. Second year, I got a big raise. $19,500. From there, from there, I somehow got a new job, uh, a news job in Louisville, Kentucky. Turned that somehow into a sports job uh, because I just kept bothering the news director for a long time. I was there for three and a half years. Couldn't get an agent to represent me. And that's when I did WrestleCast, followed by SeinfeldCast, followed by RapCast. That got me a lot of attention. Got hired at Bleacher Report after they turned me down the year before. I was doing like 25 videos a day for the app. Um, then I evolved now to where it's the podcast and all that, but it's been a growth. And now I've been out of college for 12 years. Aaron Nagler, good old buddy. I still remember your reel when you applied at BR. You know what? How about this? I got a treat for you. I have my reel from when I was coming out of college, okay? This is me coming out of college. First of all, look at the jawline. Unbelievable. Okay, look at this. Oh my God. I mean, are you kidding? I'm doing bowling. I mean, crazy. So, like, Anytime you see somebody know they got ridiculous footage of themselves. Actually, before I keep going, let me just show you my setup. Because the one thing that everyone's experiencing right now is how do you still make content in your house? So this is what I have in my apartment. Um, I have this camera, which we're going to have for the NFL draft. I got this big old light. I got some other lights over here that I don't have set up. This is the microphone that I use uh, for the podcast. And then I have this bad boy. I got some more coming, but this is my setup and I'm stacking, just trying to get notebooks and things. And then what's that? Oh, well, don't worry about that. You'll need to see that. That's not important. That's from a former life. 
That didn't count. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, what up? So, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to show it. Uh, you know, the other one's at my parents' house. Anyway, ooh, see, that's what you get for being a cocky son of a gun. I get, I deserve that. I deserve that. It is mine. Um, I got that for a news story. Um, I'm not showing it. Uh, back in 2012, I did a story about a town in Indiana uh, that got torn up by a tornado. That's the problem with awards is you typically get them for covering really bad things. But I, speaking to people out there, because this is school and younger people, I have four main things that I want to talk to you about. And I want you to know that I had to write these backwards. So this is a lot of ability here. One, how to be yourself. It's the number one thing that people say to you all the time. And frankly, I think it's the hardest thing to know how to do because everybody says it, it doesn't make any sense. Second thing is A to Z. I don't I wrote these backwards. PSA, okay? I'm gonna give you a lesson that all these amazing broadcasters are afraid to tell you, but I'm gonna tell you. And lastly, fly equals fly, the game. I'm gonna tell you my strategy to the game. First, before I get going, if you guys have any questions, I wanna get one or two in. Then I'm going to do the lesson. Then we'll do some Q&A. They're still backwards. No, they're not. I watched it. I watched it. You're wrong. If there are any questions, I'll give you guys like 20, 30 seconds to get one in. And if not, I'll get, who am I? Omer, I literally just went. They're backwards. I wrote them backwards for no reason. So I could have written them straight. Okay. Uh, man, that's a real kick in the junk. What's it like working with Shaq? Uh, Ernie talks about this. He's the biggest kid ever. But the thing that I love about Shaq is that in the moment, he knows it's the moment and he expects you to be on your toes. And I love working with athletes that are used to that. Um, maximizing broadcast internships. I'll get to a little bit of that in a second. Um, but one thing I will say is figure out at the internship, the jobs that you actually want to do, but more importantly, the ones you don't want to do. Because I think people get in this business and they just start taking jobs to move up and they don't look around and go, are they happy doing that job? You just need to ask yourself that. Um, biggest piece of advice, I'm gonna get to a lot of this stuff. Um, I guess I'll answer that one. What do I think sets me apart from other broadcasters? Uh, that's a perfect place to start. Thank you for asking that. I'm telling you, I could have written it, Normal, but I thought I had to do it backwards. It looks good to me, how to be yourself. So what I would say about how to be yourself is it's the number one piece of advice that broadcasters are gonna give you, which, and, and your parents and your friends, I'm nervous, just be yourself. It's also the number one compliment that you can get from somebody. Like when someone comes up to me and they go, wow, you know, you really are yourself on camera. I don't think there's a better compliment that you can get because it, it's this notion that it's not this fake representation. And so the number one piece of advice I would say to people about how to be yourself is you need to learn who you are. Like when I showed you that resume tape, when I was 20 years old, 21 years old, I thought I knew everything. I thought I knew everything about sports. I look at resume tapes from after Nebraska or Kentucky, and you, you don't even know who you are yet. And that's not because you're in broadcast and that's because you're in your twenties. Okay. So 
spend time with yourself, journal, write, meditate. You don't got to do all that stuff, but find a way to be by yourself. Man, I know you want to be up in the culture and you want to be on social media and you also want to be playing 2K. I get it. But also find time to really challenge yourself to ask who am I? Because until you know who you are, you can't be yourself. It's a really annoying struggle thing that you're going to have to go through, but it's also the most rewarding. Second thing I would say is stop stealing opinions. A lot of you are going to watch myself to another level, Stephen A. Smith, anybody that is on TV sharing their opinions, and then you're going to go to your friends and you're going to say those opinions. Makes sense. You trust them, okay? But what I would challenge you to do is when you hear a news story, I would challenge you to process that yourself. And I mean, unbelievable. I'm the guy that's supposed to have this figured out and I'm over here smacking it down. But what I was saying though is see a news story. What do you think about it? Like Ernie is incredible, right? We, we go through this quarantine and he's able to sum it up in, in, in two paragraphs to start a show eloquently and with romance and with meaning. And what I would say to you is before you listen to Ernie do it, how would you write it out? Before you hear someone do it, try it yourself. Because the only way that you're going to get better is to put yourself in situations where you are truly going to get better. Um, the other thing I would say is to try them out yourself with your friends. Learn who you are in a sports landscape. What kind of players do you like? Talk it out with your friends. Don't be shy. Another thing I would say in terms of being yourself is to truly study what you love. If you think that you want to go into NFL or you want to go to NBA, study the game. If you're in NFL and you're kind of getting into it, you're worried you don't know a history, study all the MVP winners. Uh, go out there and, and look at some of the, the stories and stay informed. It's a job. You have to study it. I'll take a quick question. How do you get over any kinds of anxiety of being on camera? The number one way is to be on camera. And I'm going to go through that in a little bit later. But the number one way to get more comfortable with being on camera is being on camera. I think these headphones are going to die soon, of course. So I'll end up being uh, headphoneless. But the one thing I would say is I remember there was a, a guy that came to my class at Newhouse. And he said, all right, watch this. Hi, I'm Adam Lufko, and I'm standing here on I-80 where a two-car accident just happened. Injuries are still in question, but local law enforcement are saying drive at a slower speed and everything should be okay. And I was like blown away. I was like, how did he just make all that up? And now I can do it to you. And it's, you just reach a point where your brain gets to a certain speed and this doesn't matter anymore. And you're not afraid of who's on the other end. And part of it's just by reps. You know, a lot of people say it takes 30 days to create a habit. I think that's crazy. What if you do something two times in 30 days? It's about doing things 30 times that will create a habit. I think that there's a confusion with a lot of people between duration and repetition. And I think I, when you put in 10,000 hours and I don't think I'm there yet, that's when you get more and more comfortable. So just really back, study what you love, really dive into it. Um, also study who you love and find out why. Um, let's say you really love Scott Van Pelt. When you watch him, don't just turn and go, I love this guy. What is it about him that you love? 
Is it his writing? Is it his demeanor? Is it the asides that he does as he's tossing to commercial break? Why do you love Ellen? Why do you love Jimmy Kimmel? And, and study the essence of who they are. Because look, man, we're all like everybody else. And you're trying to figure out why you love them. And then you can share that part of yourself. But also in today's day and age, let's say you love a Pat McAfee. Let's say you love a Bob Mennery. Let's say you love somebody that's digital right now. Don't watch them and go, what microphones are they using? What lighting are they using? Don't worry about all that stuff. Look at what's their work week like? Oh, he puts out two podcasts a week and he's pretty active on Instagram stories and all that stuff. Then also, what's their social strategy? Oh, they do captions. You can learn exactly how someone does their work without ever being their mentee. You can get free mentorship. We are in the age where everybody shares their process. They take pride in it. They're gonna put it on their LinkedIn page. They're gonna give the details on their Facebook. They're gonna show through TikTok the ways they set up their in-home studio. Pay attention, write it down. Zach, shout out from KHAS and Hastings. I love that. Um, and then the last thing I'll say about being yourself, because I think it's the hardest thing in this industry, is to truly learn how to write like you talk. When I was younger, I always wanted to project myself as older because when you're younger, you want to get jobs and you only see older people there. But you have a tendency to write professional. That's not like yourself. And so what I would ask you guys to do is to challenge yourself is to, let's say you're about to put out a tweet. Let's say you're about to read a script. What's up, John? What I would say to you guys is read it out loud and go, is that how I would talk? And if not, rewrite it. You are trying to get to the closest version of yourself. Now, maybe that's how you want to talk. Well, then you got to change that too. But I think you need to learn your voice and you need to learn how you sound. Don't change vernacular to be more impressive. Find the vernacular that you want to use and use it. Youth is your advantage. We are in an era where there are so many different ways to distribute. There is no distribution that you have to do anymore. You don't have to be on the six o'clock news. So what I would say to you guys is figure out who you are. And that's, that's my big thing. So, so uh, learn who you are. Challenge yourself to sit with yourself. Don't steal opinions. Try it out with your friends. Truly study what you love study who you love and figure out how they do what they do. And then lastly, write how you speak because otherwise, hello and welcome. It is a splendid day. No, holla, holla, holla. How you living? How you doing? How you feeling? It's a great day. And you just want to live in that pocket. And the second thing that I'm going to say is A to Z. But before I get to this, let me open it up for a few more questions because I don't want to just do a lot of talking. So appreciate that you like it. Time to win. Um, I'm going to try and, and drop as many gems as I have found. Shout out Wes Cohen, my cousin. Apparently John Joseph IV knows him. Card is coming up backwards. I know I try to write them backwards to help you guys. And unfortunately, I didn't have to do the extra work, which is another lesson in this business. It's better to be overprepared and be able to handle the improvisation on camera. What I'm doing right now is called a fill. It's when you just speak words and you're just filling time before something else happens like this. Meech, 
what's the best of advice you've received on your journey? It will be the next lesson, I promise. Favorite moment of your career so far, Jet? Um, Tuesday show was pretty awesome. I, I still think, though, that sitting next to uh, Barkley and Samuel L. Jackson for the match and, and kicking it with Samuel L. Jackson is it's just a day that I'll never forget. Biggest mistake you've made and how did you overcome it, Uncle Evan? Uh, we, we've all made mistakes on camera, and I think that that's easy. You just do it again the next day. That's the beautiful thing about our industry is you still need to make content the next day. Uh, the other thing I would say is early on, I didn't spend as much time connecting with people. I would go on, I'd cover the final four or something like that. This is before Bleacher Report. And I'd be like, I'm going to go out and party. And the reason that, that people with age tell young people that partying is a waste of time is because while it is fun, it's only fun for that night. But if you make a good connection, it could, it could last you for a lifetime. So it's, that's, when you get older, you just see the perspective on that thing. And I will answer one more as I scroll up. Um, Julian Winters, what was it like working in the Nebraska market as you began your career? Candidly, the reason it helped me so much was all of my friends were in New York. All of them were partying and all of them were having the time of their lives. And I sat there in Nebraska. Um, I, I, I learned how to make friends with people I didn't know. Uh, my advice, if you have to do that route, is don't develop a problem, but become friends with bartenders and wait staff because then you don't have to say, hey, are you going out tonight? They're out. Um, and find good character, all that stuff. But the other thing it did was it prevented any distraction. Uh, and it also added a lot of motivation because when you see all of your friends uh, out living the best life and you have to do a Thursday night news report, a local city council meeting, you're either in your mind going to make one of two decisions. This is how it's always going to be, or this is the beginning. And I think that it motivates you not to leave because you don't enjoy it there, but because you know what you think you're capable of and being kind of alone like that really motivates you and also helps you learn who you are. When you go grocery shopping by yourself in the middle of nowhere, when you go to the movies by yourself, when you go out to eat by yourself, you become so much more comfortable because that's who you are. And that's the only person you got this whole journey is you. Have you had any other jobs that have helped you in this industry? Um, I've had some intern. I had an internship at NFL Network back in 2007 when Adam Schefter worked there. Um, but I would say the jobs that have helped me the most have been bar backing. And I was a bar back for three, four years throughout college uh, in Atlantic City in Hermosa Beach, California. Because when you're wearing a hat and people are throwing trash at your feet and you go and you, you're helping someone's tables and they're talking a little bit of trash, man, we all got motivation somehow. We all got motivation somehow. And, and I think it's important to be in the service industry, to be honest, to get a little bit of taste of humility so that you never are that way. Because to me, it's the most disgusting thing ever. I'm going to ask this one. I know it says Z to A. It's A to Z. How do you get from A to Z? How do you get from the beginning of your journey to where you want to end up? I would like to hear someone just try a guess on that. I'll open it up. 
I'm not going to vamp this time. I'm going to take a drink of water. Hope you guys are enjoying this. Shout out to the 69 people that are watching. Nice. Work hard. Good answer. Put in your time. George, back to back. Value each experience. Say yes to things. Set goals. Four hours of sleep. Not anymore. Take it from A to Z. B, C, D, E, F, G, H, all the way to... I almost said it all the way to Z. You got to do the work. And this is like some Gary Vaynerchuk stuff. This is me sounding kind of old, but I'm, I'm telling you, it's not about no excuses. It's not about all that stuff. Every day, you just got to do it. Okay. I'm not saying, you know, of course, all those things that you guys said, pay your dues, respect your mentors, all that. Mike Kaplan, pray to a bear shrine, possibly. But guys, there was a time where you guys hang out with smokers and bartenders. <laughs> there was a time where you guys couldn't even get on camera unless you worked at a news station. And even then, they might not let you on camera. We are truly in an era where anybody can go on camera at any time on your phone, on your computer. And the number one reason that you guys don't, and I'm not saying you, maybe it is you, is because you want it to be perfect the first time. I'm going live on Twitter right now. I, how many times have you read a tweet and gone, that person tweeted that and thought it was the perfect tweet and that's the one that's gonna go viral. And when you talk to people that have had tweets that go viral, almost all of them write, I had no idea this was gonna go viral. And it's not because they were trying to do it that day. It's because they just kept doing it and then it happened. You do not know when your opportunity is going to come. You have to do it every day. So right now, if you want to do what I do and you do not have any clips of yourself on Instagram, you do not have a YouTube channel, you're not putting content out on TikTok, you're not even putting things on Twitter. I'm just going to say it. I don't think you want to do this. Because you have to be willing to put yourself out there. And if you're out there and it's nervous and you're worried about people, you cannot be worried about your audience. You don't know who you are yet. They don't know who you are yet. Okay? The best advantage I had in Nebraska is there was 25,000 people that lived in that city. And because of that, if I made a mistake, not a lot of people saw it. And guess what? You probably don't have a lot of followers. If you make a mistake, not a lot of people are going to see it. So what if one of your friends texts you and goes, hey, that video. Do you know how many friends that I had that are like, how's Nebraska? And now they're like, hey, can we please hang out? You cannot care about other people's opinion. And I know that's a very popular thing to say. But what I'm saying is, is every day you need to make things. Do you want to do play-by-play -play of clips online? We see this all the time. The lay Bob Mennery. These guys aren't classically trained broadcast journalists, but they're making things every day. Do you think you have an opinion about something? Guess what? Have enough energy and guts to shoot it, throw some Getty images on there and spruce it up a little bit, chop it down to a minute and post it on Instagram. And maybe says, oh, you're trying to be Stephen A. Smith. Go, no, I'm trying to be, insert name here. 
you, there has never been a time where it is easier to start. It is always going to be hard, always. And the reason I said A to Z is because the people that go right away and it's like, wow, one viral clip, it's not often that they last. It's better to play it like this and it can sustain itself. I, I wanna show you guys, it's important to schedule out and routine and start it young. This is, this is my schedule this week. This is how I see it, okay? So here is like some daily tasks. That right there, that was a podcast shoot. That right there is an NFL draft rehearsal. Then I have to get ready for a meeting for the GOAT Bowl that was last night, then the GOAT Bowl. And for me, when I plan it out like this, how many times do you guys sit there and go, I have, fifth, I have seven things I need to do. Well, guess what? When you plan it out, oh, I can think about, like I, like I said right here, get ready for Ernie. I did that yesterday at 10 a.m. And I know that a lot of people, and I, I'm, telling, I'm telling you, I have no routine. I work for a Fortune 10 company, and currently my boxers on my team meeting. Now's the perfect time. There's never a better time to start anything than in quarantine. The only thing that you need to figure out is the next time you're going to eat. And that's all you think about all the time. I know, because that's what I do. But a lot of people, they come up to me at Bleacher Board. They come up, and their idea is, I'm going to be raw. And I don't want to do any editing. And I don't want to be anything like ESPN or anything. I want to, I'm just going to be me. And I'm going to, guess what? The best stuff in the world is produced. Because it takes thought. You ever have a cake? A cake where the baker said, oh, I just put together five minutes ago. No. If I offered you ribs or 12-hour slow-cooked ribs, you know which one you take. So stop lying to yourself. Seriously. So the one thing I'd say is like Rapcast. I went viral and it went like back when you could go viral where I got tweeted out by Time Magazine and then two minutes later, World Star Hip Hop. Like that was the big move. But what I'm saying to you is... Rapcast, I thought about it all week. I wrote out all the stuff ahead of time. The day of, I matched it up, but it was seven days in the making. I just had to nail it in the three and a half minutes in which I was on television. And no one is ever gonna see your work. No one's ever gonna appreciate your work. And you need to be okay with that. But you need to know that the only difference between you and the people that don't get it done is the work. So. It's not, a, it's not a come on and really go for it and really try. It's we are all dumb creatures that think about going to the bathroom and eating food. And that's really all we can understand. But if you're going to have a goal, you got to chip away at it every day. And you need to have faith that what you're doing is worth it. And the only person that matters is your own opinion. Okay? Uh, challenge yourself. There's no easy way. A to Z, B to C to D to E to E to F to G, the L E F to K to O to E. Uh, appreciate to all of you guys saying that you uh, appreciate this. Uh, even Joe Exotic had a producer. Thank you. Um, even high schoolers. High schoolers. I mean, if you're not on on TikTok trying to make things right now and 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 kind of studying who it is you like, do it. Like. The earlier you guys start, man, the better it's going to be. Re much rather have authenticity than perfection. Perfection doesn't exist. 
when you first start in broadcasting, you're going to get done one of your shows and you're going to go, that was perfect. I made no mistakes. I read all the stories. It was great. And then you're going to watch yourself and you're going to go, I had no energy. Sometimes it's better to sacrifice most of the time uh, being your true self and bringing who you are than trying to make sure that you get every word out right and you don't slur. It happens. Time to win. I appreciate that you appreciate it. My, my, these headphones are making noises. So the audio may have changed, um, but they're going, please plug us in uh, between the tackles. I appreciate that. See, that's funny. I don't even know what my title is. I'm a host. I'm an analyst. I'm a goober. Omer, appreciate to you. Okay. Do you listen to feedback, criticism from fans? Ask uh, Brewers Machase. My number one advice for listening to the comment section. One, respect the comment section. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of people, they see a negative comment and they write everybody off because they go, oh, they're dumb. It's the dumbest thing you can do. Learn what to look for and what to read. Last night, I did the BR Goat Sim. There were people that going that were DMing me, you sucked, you ruined the game. To me, that is not constructive criticism. Thus, I can, in my mind, process and go, that person just had a bad day. 95% of the time, if I DM them back and say, thanks for watching, they're going to say, hey, man, I just had a really rough day. I'm sorry. But if somebody says, Lefko, you're talking too much. Stop interrupting your guests. That's real criticism. And, and that might be real. And you know in your heart if it's real. So what I would say is don't be afraid of the comment section. Just learn that the ones that say you're a goat are exaggerating. And the ones that say you're the worst person ever, they are too. Find the middle and don't be afraid of seeing you're balding, you're ugly, you're stupid, you're an idiot. No one likes you and I hope you die. If you can realize that they're all just comments, and again, most of the times if you reach out, they're going to just completely turn away. You can find some of those real constructive criticisms because, again, that's how I believe very much in crowdsourcing. That's how I did Rapcast and all that, so I believe it. I'm one of one. I appreciate that. That's how I am with my video editing. I notice every little bad thing I need to improve on. Yeah, but, do, the, the, but don't, don't spend too much time trying to perfect it. Sometimes, hey, I, you know what? I want to get a video up today, and I'm getting it out by 4.30. Um, a lot of deadlines lines that I had to hit. And when you have to go on the news at 6 p.m., it's, it's good because it gives you. So, so sometimes hold yourself to that if you're trying to do this every day. Do comments or DMs matter more? Again, just kind of go through the process of listening. Um, but there's just ways to communicate. An email, at, in my opinion, there is no difference these days between an email, a text, a DM, or anything. It just depends the age of the person that you're dealing with. Um, I'm glad you liked the Devontae Adams interview. Is there any book, tool, video, or speaker that's influenced you on your path? Um, I'll give you one. One second. All right, so the book that really uh, helped me out is by an author by the name of Ryan Holiday called Obstacle is the Way. And the whole premise of the book is it channels ancient stoicism 
and focusing on stories throughout history where people suffered horrible things. And then that became the reason they were successful. Um, Thomas Edison, his entire warehouse went up in flames with every invention he had ever come up with. And how did he turn it around? It allowed him to make new inventions and they were 10 times better than the other ones, but he didn't let it get it down. The one that I'll say here is perennial seller, also by Ryan Holiday, my guy. He studied things that succeeded for a hundred years. And, it, and from a local pizzeria to a business that's lasted for a hundred years, not easy to last for a hundred years as we see in this economy. And what made it work? And the main lesson that I took from it was you go in for the right reasons and you do it to make a great, whatever your product is. And you, and it, it, it is who you are. And it's not about a money grab. It's not about fame. It's about the long game. And if you build something to last forever, it has an innumerable chance to be uh, lasting forever. What did you do in high school to start your path? I watched a lot of sports and argue with my friends. Like, you know, in college is when I went and, and worked for two radio stations uh, and did some camera stuff. But like, you know, if you're at a bat, let's say you're not playing basketball, go to your high school game and literally sit there and just pretend to do play by play. Not because you're going to send that to a college and they're going to make you play by play, but because you need to get used to talking quickly while things are happening and it'll make your brain go faster. At any times did you feel overwhelmed when you had to do everything like an MMJ? Of course. I would come home and I would, I would, I would cry. I'm in a place that I don't know anybody. I'm making $18,000 a year and I got to do it again tomorrow. And I had a, an existential crisis. I was wearing a suit every day and my friends were in New York going to the top of the standard popping tequila bottles. Like I felt like, and I'm surrounded by people that are nothing like me. There was a few and I love them, but and I love the other people too, but like they were nothing like me. And what I would do is I made my at-home life planning my career and researching places I might want to go next and looking through websites and finding emails and contacting those people. And I would look and I would see when uh, people would write on their websites, Bobby started in Louisville in March of 2012. And then I'd go, okay, well in this business, everybody gets two or three year contracts. So March of 2014 or March of 2015, they might be up. I'm gonna email the news director six months before he even needs somebody. And they're gonna be like, how did he know that? Just you, you, when it becomes your job to find a job, you got to make it your job. Um, um, I appreciate that you're finding this. Shout out to Louisville. Dude, I went through that same frustration. How do you balance listening to other content to learn things while not taking their opinions? Come up with your opinion first. You have to. Start your day. Look at the news. Grab a cup of coffee. Maybe an orange juice. And sit there with a pen and a paper and go, how do I, how do I take this? And then people that you respect and watch then take it in. Um, what should 2020 college graduates be doing during a time where there are not a lot of people hiring? Make things. If you want to be on camera, just start making things. Start building up an Instagram account. You're going to have to do it when you get a job anyway. Uh, now, if you want to go to producing and stuff like that, um, I'm going to get to that actually right now because I think what you're going to have to do is reach out to other people. Do I listen all the time? Do I listen to other people? Before I started the Tuesday show, I watched Ernie like a hawk um, because I find him to be 
the best studio host in the game. As Dan Patrick told me, when you host, you got to be like John Stockton. You're just dishing out assists, and there's no one better than it than Ernie. And so when you guys are listening to Chuck and Shaq, I'm, I'm watching him. Now, again, don't forget rule number one, how to be yourself. When I get up there, I still have to be me. But I appreciate the way he attacks the craft, and there's ways to learn from it. So uh, one of my good friends is Nick Wright. The research that he does for, for a take, man, I love it. I value it because it shows that I'm not an athlete, but I'm going to do the work so that my opinion has merit. Okay, here we go. We're at 38 minutes. PSA, pick your brain. I know it's backward. I don't need to hear about it, okay? Here's the deal. I get this, and I know that other people in this business get this all the time. An email, a LinkedIn message, an Instagram DM, a Twitter that says, hey, I love what you do. And I'd really love to talk to you sometime and pick your brain. I'm just starting in college. I'm in the business. I don't know how to get started. I want to pick your brain. I need to tell you guys that not only does this not work, it's never going to work. And I'm going to try and help you right now learn how to reach out to people constructively. Because what you need to understand is if we're really working and you, and, and you appreciate us because you want to reach out. So clearly you like what we do. We genuinely do not have the time. We do not. And what I mean is, is right now, if you hit me up and said, hey, can I have a 30 minute conversation? I'm going to look at my schedule and go, I got a little bit of time Tuesday at 830. But guess what? It's either you or my grandma. And she's winning that every single time. Number two, the reason it doesn't work is it's not mutually beneficial, guys. It's not. If you hit up somebody and say, I need advice, we are probably, people in my position, getting hit up by family friends that are going to make us give advice to their children, okay? So, like, realize that that's one, and I don't even know you. I'm just, I'm giving you raw advice here. But do something for the person you're reaching out to. I want to give a shout-out. I don't really have any mentees, but this guy would be one that's close. William Ezell. And he's less than 15 years old. He lives in New Orleans. He ran, he offered to run the Lefko Fantasy Gridiron League. He found 12 other commissioners. He set up a fantasy league with over 1,200 listeners of my podcast and organized it. And you know what he would do? He would record 40-second recaps every week, and he'd send it to me, and I'd put them on the show. And now he can say, I was a Lefko show. And also, if he ever, when he did a podcast, I was happy to be a guest. And now we've kind of created a relationship, but it started off by him saying, how can I help? And I'm telling you, there's no better way to start a communication than how can I help? I do it to my bosses all the time. Not because I'm trying to play them, because I want to help. I don't just want to do things for myself that helps nobody. If I know it's going to help you, it's great. I had a guy hit me up the other day. I'm bored right now. I can do data entry before the NFL draft. I'm going to use them. I'm going, to help him, uh, I'm going to have him help me with spreadsheets. And then the next time he needs something or advice, I'm down to give it to him. I got a guy on here, Mitchell Pansky. He does amazing photoshops. And instead of just sending it and going repost, he goes, hey, is there one that you'd want? Yeah. And now I can 
I tried to connect to the Bleacher Report to get a gig. So really, one thing I would say, oh, what up, Wagner? You and Ginger, love you both. But my main message is give to get. It's, we are very busy, we don't have a lot of time, and if you can create a relationship, you don't want to get one piece of advice from somebody, you want to create a relationship that 10, 15 years ago from now, you can go, remember that time it all started? Wow, that email, that's crazy. And the other thing I would say is, have a purpose when you reach out. When I would reach out to people, I would send a YouTube clip of my work and I'd ask for advice. Send a video, send an article. What, what you can get is this real constructive criticism where I can watch a video for, for 90 to two minutes, 90 seconds to two minutes. One, it shows me you're serious, that you're willing to put in the work. And two, it allows me to construct, and it also lets me know who you are as a personality. There's nothing I can say in a piece of advice where you're going to go, oh, I know how to do it now. Show us that you care that you want to do it. Ask a specific question. How do I reach out and get it? Don't ask for a job. We don't have those connections. We don't know HR like that. We can say, and believe me, it's not that fun. Hey, I got this kid. But if I've never met you, it's hard for me to vouch for you. So give to get. Ask a specific question. And I think those are the two main ones. Have a purpose. Have a purpose. But that's just my PSA about reaching out to people. A lot of people, like, look, man, I, I have, if I were going to be honest with you guys, I have anywhere between 40 and 50 uh, DMs right now of people that are just saying, can I pick your brain? And that's the reason I want to do this PSA. It's, we just, and, and I, like, I'm going to take this, and this is going to be my response to pick my brain. So, but if you really want to start reaching out to people and making contacts, make it useful, give to get and have a purpose. Any other questions here? Let me see what else we got. Um, in your opinion, what is the best social media platform to build my brand on Big Blue Legacy? All of them. And what I mean by that is each of them requires a different voice. YouTube is going to be, you know, a longer form, maybe a 10 minute thing where you're really showing a lot of personality and editing. Twitter, it's going to be shorter clips if you're doing video, but also maybe a thread. Use it for what it is. Instagram, it could be a post. It could be an Instagram story. Not everything anymore is about swiping up. So if you're going to do this, you kind of want to try all of them. And then if you find one that's your favorite, you want to lean into it more, great. But I would say, I'd listen to my guy Gary V, though, and also say that TikTok is probably the best place to be. Hey, Day Kim. What is your daily routine for reading the news and preparing for your shows? This is something that I still ask people about. Uh, I, I try to not look at my phone right away uh, when I wake up and allow myself to, to wake up. Um, I subscribe to a lot of different newsletters that give me a lot of information, whether it's stuff like Axios or the New York Times for news, sports. Uh, um, I follow a ton. I know there's an account that's going to kill me for nothing. It's whistle or um, I, I kind of look through them. Then I'll go through, you know, what's trending, what's trending overnight. Then I'll go to the Bleacher Reports, the ESPNs, and kind of look at all that stuff. And then if I want to listen to other people go over it, I'll tune in. I go to podcasts. Maybe it's going to be a Levitard. Maybe it's going to be something else. Um, but again, I don't really want to consume anything until I think about it. Producing for a show, uh, for example, um, 
I had a, a podcast uh, interview that was supposed to be this morning and I would go through and I'd go, I would type in their name and, and I'd look at news and I'd see what are the recent uh, informations. Then I'd go to their Instagram account and look at their last six months of posts uh, just to kind of see what, what they care about. I'll check out their Twitter. Um, and then, uh, you know, I go through their, if it's an athlete, I'll go through all their statistical pages. I'll look at if they're a defender. Ooh, they faced Tom Brady this year. What's that like? Ooh, they faced Christian McCaffrey this year. He just got a contract. How good is he? And so it's just kind of being curious uh, before I do an interview. And then, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Any other questions before I move on to the very last thing? Um, what was your next move after breaking out for the first time? Just doing the work, man. It's, it, there's, nev there's never one way to capture it. You know, when, when you do, when you do a really big thing, you know, what you do the next day, you, you work to the next one. You know, it's, it's not about uh, campaigns and marketing. You, eventually work will market itself. Uh, Tyler, my pleasure, man. It was great seeing you in Louisville. Uh, for analytics, what makes it easiest for you to understand what they're about? Uh, listening to people and asking questions of people I trust. So for me, um, you know, Warren Sharp and all those guys, I, I do not be, do not try and be smarter than you are. Ask questions and, and read up on it and learn about it. But also don't be so obsessed with it. It's still a game. Do you have any strategies? This is from uh, Ra, Ra, Rahim, Rahim, 92. Do you have any strategies for blocking out people, blocking out what will people think from holding you back? Um, perfect. That's where we're going to go, the game, okay? The game is a long game. There is nothing that you can do that's going to get you hundreds of thousands of followers, the respect of all your peers, and a steady gig in this industry overnight. Nothing. And through that, that's why it's useless to compare with other people. I mean followers. I mean, I, I used to do this all the time. I would see, I would see, let's say, Bomani Jones, and I'd be 25, and he's on ESPN, he's 32, and I'm like, oh, man, I got to do, I got to get to around the horn by the time I'm 32. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about accomplishment. Don't worry about title. I remember when I was in Nebraska, uh, I really wanted to be the weekend anchor, and I didn't get it. And I'm glad I didn't because it gave me more flexibility to apply for jobs. I would have had to sign a new contract if I got it. So don't be jealous of all those things because the grass is always greener. But one of the best ways to answer your question about how do I not worry about all the hate that may prevent me is to look at the people that say you're already great. Your mom is wrong. You're not better than the people on television. You're just not because you don't have the reps. If you can realize that your mom is full of crap, you can realize that the haters are even more full of crap. And what I mean by that is always understand, just like in the comments section, the middle is where the truth are. So if you can realize that your mom, because probably where you are at your stage, is saying you're better than you are, then you can, to yourself, realize that you're better than those people are saying. 
because those extremes do not exist. They're not real. And I remember my mom when I was, you know, this age, okay? When I was doing this, he's only a freshman for the orange. In an attempt to make these I mean, over-the-counter drugs less appealing for young children, companies are leaning towards making colorless medication. So there's I'm literally walking to nowhere and talking about colorless medication. And I would have people say, oh, you're great. And I'm like, this is insane. I'm not great. And you have to be humble. And that, I'm telling you, is the best way to get rid of all the haters. It's really find people that are going to be in a similar fight to you so that you guys can relate to each other, but also know that it's going to be tough for a long period of time. If you really want to do this, you have to really want it, okay? Because the money's not going to be good for a very long time. You're not going to be living where you want. And I'm not even talking about traditional. Living could be in your parents' basement. I'm not talking about a small market. The perceived respect of your peers is not going to be there. You're going to, you're going to go out and they're going to go, yeah, he wants to be Stephen A. Smith. He wants to be Max Kellerman. And just take it. Because it's sort of like when you're 21, and I don't know if people do this, you go to a bar and the bouncer doesn't let you in. Or, or you know, you're, 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 you want to go and talk to, to somebody and they don't say, a lot of people say, I'll oh, build a chip on your shoulder. But the, the, what I would always say to myself to, to calm me down was, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm going to. And so as long as you know that you really believe in yourself and you think you can do it, and more importantly, you love making things because you're going to have to make things every day. There's no, oh, I got a show. And now I'm going to relax. If you love doing it and you know that this is what you want to do, then tomorrow is always there. Oh, I suck today. But when I get good, and then, then you can have a lot of pride in your own accomplishments. So don't compare to anybody. We're all on different journeys. I remember when I went, there are some people that graduate college and they're on a major network right away. I had to go a different route. There are some people that are huge on social media right now. And some of them, it took a long time. And some of them, it took a short time. I love the fantasy footballers out in Arizona. Guys that just grinded, worked at a video game company, and now they're the number one fantasy football podcast in America. And they do the work all the time. Jeremy Levin saying Gary V. Jeremy Levin, by the way, is my producer at NBA on TNT. Gary V is definitely getting me in this right now. I definitely feel very Gary V. You got my main pronunciation in the end. Good, Rahim. Will this live stream be available on Periscope afterwards? I can totally stand to watch it again. Um, make it so. Uh, Michael Barkhead, remember when you were going to get a gig at NBC Sports Philadelphia? That would have been great. So let me actually say that uh, Michael Barkhead, if you scroll up on the questions, you can see him. He, to me, was like the face and the voice of Philadelphia. Um, my entire like uh, upbringing of seeing sports and seeing the Phillies and the Eagles in the early 2000s. And he was one of the first guys that I saw on TV that was like openly rooting for Philly sports. It was Barry himself. And that's partially why I think I gravitated to him. And now he's a friend. And that's crazy. I'm telling you, I was the craziest thing is when you have like Dan Levitard passed me at the Super Bowl and we had already met. And he was like, hey, I heard you got the Tuesday show. Man, I'm happy for you. And I was like, you knew about that? What? Or Dan Patrick sees me and he's like, hey, Lefko, how are you? It'll blow you away 
Um, and it makes you very, very grateful. Humble, be grateful, and also at the same time, um, want to do this and do it. So if I was going to recap everything as we get ready, I'm going to take some questions and answers just one more time as I kind of go through all of this. Uh, and again, it's written backwards because I thought it had to be written backwards. Um, number one, be yourself. Learn to write how you talk. Figure out who you are. That's like existential stuff. Like really sit with yourself and go, who am I? Uh, and don't be afraid to be yourself. Uh, number two, A to Z, do the work. There is no better time than right now than to start making things. Your, perf your first podcast does not have to be perfect. I went back and listened to the first episode of Sims and Lefko, and I'm going to be very honest. Trash. Trash. Awful. And by the way, another little lesson. Sims and Lefko, for the first 100 episodes, they didn't want it on Bleacher Report, so I had to do it on my free time after work. That's what it takes. So that's the A to Z is you've got to do the work, but you need to find the work fun. And if you don't, be honest with yourself. Maybe you don't want it. That's okay. And that's, there's a lot of things to do, guys. There's a lot of things to do. My PSA, don't just message, pick your brain, ask a specific question, offer to help somebody, create a relationship. Nobody wants to answer a pick your brain email. Sims of Lefko was awesome. Shout out to my guy, Sims. Definitely isn't watching this because he definitely doesn't understand social media. And then the game, okay? Your mom is wrong. Don't take the hate. Don't take the love. Just take the process. Don't compare yourself to anybody, followers, age. It's all about you. Compare yourself to how you were three months ago. And if you're not getting better, change it up. Try something new. But you're the only one that you're competing against. There, you want to be friends with everybody. You do not want to compete with anybody. It's, it's, who is that going to help? And um, you have to love making. Time to win. I love Westbrook too. Okay. Uh, we got about five minutes until three. Uh, I'm going to take the questions until you guys are bored. So I'll let you bring them in. I did not sweat as much as I thought I would. Also, that flew by. Best platform to use when creating podcasts, the best way to self-promote. Um, I would say that, man, you just got to find a, a, an audio record. I mean, heck, dude, you could do it on GarageBand, okay? Don't worry about the intro music. Don't worry about your graphic right away. In my opinion, it's more fun when you, ooh, your episode six, ooh, we got intro music. Oh, it's episode 12. Ooh, we got a new logo. Be honest about your growth. So many people buy journals. And they want to make sure they got the perfect pen. Just write. Just write it down. You do not need to be great right now. Okay? It's a process. And in terms of promoting, you want to post on Instagram multiple times a day. You want to post on Twitter. Post natively to the social. Not everything is a swipe up. Not everything is click link in bio. Take good 60 seconds, put it on Instagram. Take good 15 seconds, put it on Instagram stories. Put, take good two minutes and 10, put it on Twitter. Have your sizes right. Just, like, just put it out and let it exist. Not everything is about getting views and followers, okay? Um, will it be Lefkowin-Orlovsky this year if there is a season? Oh, for Monday Night Football? I would kill Monday Night Football. Kill it. How do you suggest, but I'm employed by Turner and I love Turner. And to be honest, the NBA has been a lot of fun. Don't follow. Ooh, 
Uh, how do you suggest uh, to make a podcast and keep it interesting without a co-host on the podcast? You do not need to go for an hour. Plan everything out, the structure of how you want to go through it. And as soon as you feel yourself going too long, go to the next thing or end it. Um, don't just rely on questions and answer. Come up with things that you find interesting. If you're going to host a podcast by yourself, maybe get some media. So if there's if there's a quote from Mike Vrabel where he says, I'm going to cut off my mm, to win a Super Bowl, but you know it was on a podcast, shout out Bustle with the Boys, get the clip and then play it and then react to it. So it's not just your voice for 60 minutes. You can react to things. Um, but stop talking when you don't have anything to say or else you're just going to keep going. It's going to be really boring. Um, how did attending Syracuse University work in your favor for your career sake, says Julian. Uh, it gave, when I was very young, a lot of news directors a lot more faith in me to try me out before I had any repetitions. Now, nothing. Now I walk in and people go, Mom, another Syracuse University person. And it's like, whatever. But early on, getting that first job, people are like, I know you went to Syracuse. I trust you. So it's very good to start off your career. But then after that, like, guys go to, guys and women go to schools from all over the place. One of my guys, Pat Doney in Dallas, went to Liberty. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have a big time broadcasting school. Eventually, it's who are you. Uh, watching people's evolution is awesome. At what age did you think you figured out who you really were? Um, we're the, the thing is, it's ongoing. But I definitely think that once I reached my upper 20s, I had a better sense of self. And that's why don't beat yourself up about it. But the, the more work you put into it now, the more reward you will get later. Any recommendations for college journalists trying to, to land an internship? Currently have a blog. Um, I would say before you need to start looking for internships. So I would say even start looking for next year now. I would say start reaching out, um, start flooding it. I would say start reaching out to people to but do it sly. You know, when I wanted to be at the NFL Network, I was reaching out eight months in advance uh, to people that, that I knew at NFL Films, you know, or friends, and, and trying to get it in so that somebody could vouch for you. But again, I didn't just say, hey, can I get an internship? I'd say, hey, can you look at this and give me your opinion? And they'll take ownership of you, I promise. Um, what do you think makes Pat McAfee so unique? He doesn't care what people think. Do you prefer the new model of fluency of topics to singular focus of Sims and Lefko? Yes. We made Sims and Lefko a football show because he was a football player. And it's not always about you as a host. If you have a really good analyst, it's more about them. I majored in broadcast journalism. I minored in psychology. I wish I, I took history and poli-sci. All I did was just make things, which is good now. How do you take your bias out of work? I feel like I wouldn't be able to do football because I couldn't. Lean into your bias. I openly say I'm an Eagles fan. Nobody is unbiased. The only people that are unbiased are the people that claim to be unbiased because they're hiding it. I think that as an Eagles fan, by saying it, I'm more honest about the Eagles and it's, it, it makes it more fun. Stop hiding yourself. That's, that's to me, television in the night, like 20 years ago. Authenticity wins the day. Um, any recommendations for building up a follower as a writer or do the same ideas apply? Yeah, do the work, write. Challenge yourself to write something every day. 
uh, send out things, send out, you know, segments. Hey, what do you think about this? I thought this was a really well-written paragraph. I like my story structure here. If they don't respond, fine, but at least they have something to check out. Um, also, learn how to be different, okay? Don't just execute a normal story structure. Really try and, and challenge yourself. Dallas sucks. I had to. It's going to be a big broadcasting school, helpful in the long run. Like I said, it helps you in the beginning, um, but in the long run, it's going to be about you, your work ethic, and your talent. Do you think Pick Your Brain can go over better with people who aren't national media personalities? Maybe. Maybe. But I would still say give to get is the number one strategy of creating a mentor-mentee relationship. Not. And also don't say, how can I help you? Because now I need whoever needs to go through and figure out where we need help. I would say study somebody. Study Nick Wright. Okay. Ooh, Nick Wright right now is doing top 10 LeBron games. Okay. Okay. He's got six more. Maybe you can add in some research and just send it to him. Maybe you can say, hey, you missed this point. Create a conversation. Really study what people are doing and how you can help. Not just because how can I help you? It's just like pick your brain. I got to do work helping you help me. Um, and then this will be the last one. What should I look for when I critique myself? The true thing is, is you will know. Because when you watch yourself, don't look at your script that you read. Don't watch yourself and go, oh, why did I do this? Why am I talking like this? Um, you know what? When I wrote it, I thought I was going to hit that one point harder and then I didn't. Watch yourself and, and see when you feel uncomfortable. You're going to be your hardest critic. And so truly watch yourself and see when you go, I want to change the channel. Why? Rewind it. Why? But also, oh, man, I nailed that. You know what? I'm pretty good at setting up a joke and nailing it. So it's really watch yourself and don't just go, oh, I, I read all the words right. How does it make you feel? And when you're proud of yourself, celebrate yourself. When you're not, how do I fix it? And then the stuff that you post is the stuff where you're proud of yourself. How do I get such a hot girlfriend? And that's the perfect time to end. Coming up next time on Professor Lefko, how to get, I'm not going to go there. I want to say again, thank you so much to Ernie Johnson for making this happen. To everyone that hung around tomorrow, 2 p.m. And it's going to be Hannah Storm and Dan Hicks. Hannah Storm. Talk about a legend. Has been on ESPN, NBC, everywhere. Truly knows how to open up and relate to human beings. Dan Hicks, I've seen him cover almost every major golf tournament ever, and they're married. So the amount of information that they're going to have together will be overflowing, effervescent, and scrumdiddlyumptious. Shout out to everybody that's commenting. Thank you for following me, and thank you to Ernie Johnson for making this happen. Uh, love y'all. Holla, holla, holla. Good to see you later, and I'm out. Peace, guys. Thank you for tuning into this episode of VJ's Game Plan. For more information on today's guest and breaking into the sports media industry, go to our website, www.ejsgameplan.com. Tune in every week to hear from more guests on their experience in the media industry. EJ's Game Plan is brought to you by Ernie Johnson Jr., the University of Georgia's new media institute and Grady Sports.